Hi everyone, my name is Kelly Duong Nguyen. I'm currently walking in the dark right now, walking Sultan, little Sultan. This little puppy, he looks like a puppy but he's not likes to eat eggs and when I went into the grocery store earlier to grab him some eggs I was speaking to um, the cashier and he was telling me about how he was excited to get home so he can play a game uh, this game is called Borrow Trauma I think that's what it's called to be honest I don't really know for sure or for certain but what I got from the game, from what he explained to me, was that the game is multiplayer game. It's also live, so everyone in there is not computer. It's not AI, it's humans. And the most amazing part of this game, from what he told me, was that how I saw it reflect humanity itself how it reflects earth so the point of this game is that you have a bunch of people let's say 10 I don't know how much and they're all on the submarine and on the submarine there's a captain and anyone that's on the submarine is able to either do something to ruin the ship or submarine or do something reckless or just they can act however they want there's also people in the ship who tries to maintain and maintenance and keep the ship or submarine intact and steer it in the right direction and I really think that this reflects the world so much and I told that to him that the submarine is sort of like earth and the people on earth are like the people who are on the submarine he told me that he doesn't care about the people on the ship but he cares about the submarine comes first and then the people I I told him that I there's no part of me that has an intentional want or desire to ruin someone else's life or parts of their life for my well-being or my satisfaction. Of course, this is this is saying that this person does not deserve it or did not do anything to disrespect, violate, harass, or harm you. And even put you in harm's way. Uh, I'm going to dedicate this first podcast to my parents. Of course. Who is more important 
than you in your life? Well, obviously you come first. And then if you have a good relationship with your parents, then it's them. And if you don't, then that's okay. Because you're still the most important person in your life. So in 2008, I took this journey and it was actually like honestly the start of the journey. I started this project, this experiment really, uh, this social experiment, this personal project in 2014 and it didn't really take off until 2018. I did it because I always felt misunderstood growing up and I always knew that I truly can never understand another person unless I walked in their shoes. And even if we walk in someone else's shoes or slippers or heels, we will still have a different but similar experience. I always thought that I was very compassionate and empathetic, but I think through this experiment, it has opened up my eyes to how ignorant and volatile my ego really is. If you're in pain or you're suffering, know that someone else in the world right now is breathing through something good and something bad. And as lonely as as shitty as you feel in this moment, I promise you it will pass. And it might last for a long time. And you might want to give up and not go through it. Today after work, uh, I asked someone for a cigarette and I don't really, I'm not a smoker or anything, but 
I think in a year I'll have a few cigarettes. Maybe ten. He told me that he lived actually just right out front of where I asked him for that. And it was like a hotel in Chinatown of Vancouver, BC. Uh, I found out that the rent is $580 for just a room. And I told him that that's actually a really good rate considering you can do month to month. I grew up not having much um, my parents are immigrants like most of us are and my dad did whatever he could to make money whether that be collecting cans or dumpster diving or whatever He ended up working in construction, which was a really good job. I remember my mom would pack lunch for him while I was like in elementary school. He got into um, making and selling drugs or narcotics. growing weed building homes mentally and physically and we did whatever we could obviously to make things work my dad gave me a really good life and I can't repay him back enough for who he is as a being. Obviously he's not perfect, but honestly, (sighs) name one person who is perfect and I can list or All of us can list, every single human can list, a million flaws about them. Aren't we just the critical type of society? Sometimes criticizing others makes us feel better about ourselves. And I think that we're taught uh, taught is not the word we are brainwashed to feel less than and I know that a lot of people say 
whether they're yoga teachers or spiritual leaders or coaches that you are enough you are enough you are enough but the thing is you can say you are enough but you need to believe it and I know that you are enough because there's no other person other than you on this earth and that is just enough if you just take a look at yourself as one human being standing on earth and magnetize outside why isn't that enough it's only when you take into account of comparing certain things that honestly are kind of futile that's when your worth worthiness and your value is based on another person's perspective i think that i think i find so many magnificent conversations with people who look or feel less than another whether that be because they don't have the looks or they have they don't have the financial advantage maybe they're not that smart maybe they are too smart And I've come to realize that the people that I'm actually so attracted to are people who are authentically themselves. They may not be as handsome as someone else and they might not be as rich as someone else, but they're themselves and that is the most attractive thing that you can be. And whether that be someone that is just a gaming nerd someone who has a first nations background who is so involved and embraces their nationality sorry i heard something in to take my little dog out. Um, I don't know. It's just so attractive to find someone who knows what their likes are, whether that be because you're gay or you're lesbian or you love music, etc., etc. Like you find someone who's so passionate about one thing and they just dive into it. It can even just be watching anime and I know a lot of people love anime but it's just like you embrace that part of yourself because that's your identity. So why do sometimes we feel shame for who we identify as and who we are?
I wish I had the answer to that question because I actually don't know. I got made fun of for being too caring. For caring about what matters to me. For believing in humanity. For wanting to do what is right for me. And maybe what is right for me is definitely not right for anyone else. I want you to know that if you're listening to this and if you're alone and it's really hard... To breathe softly and slowly and to let the pain flow through your body. Let it go. It might be too cold. It might feel really messy. It might feel really dirty. And you might be really scared. Because you don't know what's going to happen next. But honestly, no one really does. Just know that the people that you think, that they think that they're better than you are going through different kinds of suffering. Your financial status does not make your mental health superior to anyone else. If and when you step into the yoga room, what you have is gone. What you've acquired, what you've bought, who you think you are, that's dissipated. When you step into the yoga room, it's all equal. To me, yoga is not about flexibility. It's not about handstands. It's not about sound bowls. It's not about hot girls. It could be about hot girls. It doesn't matter what you wear in the studio. It doesn't matter what you look like. And that's the beauty of it. Yoga is a place that you can come home to yourself. Where you can honor your spirit and your soul. 
where you can honestly acknowledge yourself, maybe for the first time. By looking at yourself and going through the class, not giving up on yourself and following through with all the postures. It's showing up for yourself. It's finding a place where you can connect to who you actually are. It's space for you to breathe, to heal. It's space for you to grow. It's space for you to feel really uncomfortable feelings, whether that be humility, shame, regret, remorse, sadness, pain, anger. Sometimes you're so livid in there, but it's so safe. And that's when you can let it out. It's a place where you can let your bright light shine as much as your dark shadows can be honored, acknowledged, appreciated. In a futuristic world, most and many pharmaceuticals, whether that be companies or providers, dispensaries, they can and could be replaced by yoga. It's the practice of an internal alignment that helps you fluctuate and handle your external reality. It's the place where you can give your body stillness and silence because your body has all the wisdom that you need. It's where your intuition grows, where you understand, where you learn, and where you realize that your mind actually doesn't know everything and that you are honestly probably wrong most of the time. I am so thankful to share this space with you online on the internet. And I'm thankful because I 
I'm thankful because there's no other place that I'd rather be than right here and right now. I love you so much. Namaste.